welcome to Saird's Audio Fan Fictions. I'm Saird. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we'll be continuing on with Chapter 8 of November's Secret by Lana Berry. If you've missed any episodes or just want a refresher, please follow the links in the description below. There you should find links to past episodes and chapters. Right, with all that out of the way, let's get to it. Happy listening. Chapter 8. I Wish I Was Invisible On some level, he was aware of voices and knocking on his door. There were whispers. Footsteps wandering around his room. He thought there was only one set, though he couldn't be sure. Everything seemed as if it was in a bubble, and sounds on the outside hardly needed his attention. He pulled the covers further over his head and settled back into the bed. He wasn't sure how much time had passed, but when he woke up, it was beginning to get dark outside. Celestina was sitting beside his bed, the television set on a low volume, images flashing brightly. Yuri sat up and rubbed his eyes. It was as he stretched that he noticed the damage. His ribs were aching, probably bruised. His stomach felt a little weak. The muscles were sore and his neck felt as if he had slight whiplash. None of it was too painful, and he'd gone through more pain during practice before. But it was how he got them that worried him. His memories flashed back, and he remembered his fear. The panic. Not because his face was nearly revealed, but because of the lengths someone would go to, to actually hurt him, to achieve it. He remembered the look in the man's eyes. He remembered the strength in his limbs. He remembered the weight as he pinned Yuri to the ground. When it all came crashing to him, he leaned forward, feeling suddenly very dizzy, and rested his head in his hands. The news was going to reach his parents, if it hadn't already. He reached for his phone on the bedside table, aware of his coach watching his every move, and found seven missed calls from his parents, four from his sister three from Yuko, one from Minako, and a few more from others. Yuri quickly sent a text to his sister, Yuko, and Minako, assuring them that he was fine, that he had been sleeping, and he'd explain in greater detail later. Once done, he called his parents and waited for them to answer. As if they'd been waiting beside the phone, they picked up on the first ring. Yuri! His mother gasped her voice almost breaking with her dread. Yuri, are you all right? The internet isn't explaining properly and- I'm okay, really, he assured her in the most soothing tone he could muster. It was just scary. I'm not hurt, and I'm sorry. I was asleep and didn't hear the phone ring. Don't worry, Yuri. Your coach picked up and told us. I'm still worried about you, though. Are you sure you'll be all right for tomorrow? No one will blame you if you back out, you know. No, I'm going to stick to it. I'm really all right, Mum. I'm okay. Something like this won't stop me. If you're sure, honey. But don't push yourself. Okay. He was 19, nearly 20. He lived away from home. In the eyes of the world, he was a young adult and was old enough to marry in some countries. Old enough to drink in others. Old enough to adopt, to drive, to have sex, to move out by himself, to take on responsibilities. He was competing in a competition that drew worldwide attention. He was in the media enough. To the world, he was an adult. But he didn't feel like it. Hearing his mother's voice on the line so far away from him, it brought back the child inside. He wanted nothing more than to curl up on her and cry to his mother over the phone. He wanted her there to comfort him, to cuddle him close, and whisper how things were going to be all right. Everything was going to be all right. But he was an adult. He chose this lifestyle. He chose to be hidden. And though he didn't know it was going to cause this much of a stir, he had to deal with it. Not alone. Never alone. But he couldn't fall back on people too much. He had to be strong. I'm really okay, he assured her holding the phone tightly to his ear. Tell Dad I'm fine too. And Mari. 
and Yuko and Minako and everyone else asking. Tell them to watch me tomorrow. See just how fine I am. And see me take to the podium, he laughed. He wasn't sure where the confidence was coming from. His mask was at his side, and Ren was far away. But he remembered the way Victor spoke, the assurance in his words, how he said them, and he mimicked it. Fake it until you make it, a motto he based everything on. It took a while to finally comfort his mother enough that she was willing to say goodbye. He promised her everything, close enough to the world, over and over that he would be all right. When she finally gave in, Yuri took a breath he hadn't known he'd been holding. As soon as her voice stopped, Yuri already missed it. Once he finished with this season, he thought, he was going to go home and visit them and Vikchen. This season had been rough, and he wanted nothing more than to be somewhere familiar, with familiar things and familiar people. Celestino switched the television off when the call finished. It's evening, he informed. Did you want anything to eat? I could call room service. His stomach still felt raw from the pressure the man had pressed on it. He felt slightly sick. But going without food wasn't a good idea. He gave a nod and looked through the menu that sat beside the bed. Nothing appealed to him, the names flying over his head as if they meant nothing. It took a while to concentrate on the swimming words enough to decide. Before Yuri had chosen, there was a knock on the door. Celestino rushed to answer. He peeped the door open slowly, just enough for him to see outside, but hiding Yuri from view. Rushed words were passed. Celestino was getting angry. There was a hiss behind his words. When the person on the other side said something, Celestino gave one glance towards Yuri, a muttered, I'll be back in a minute, before he rushed outside and closed the door. Yuri wasn't stupid. He knew what was happening. Someone wanted to come in and see him. Who it was, he didn't know. He hoped it wasn't another journalist. He had had enough of them for the moment. Or for his lifetime. He listened to the hushed words from behind the door. In the silence, he tried to focus on them and see if one was known to him. But they weren't. He couldn't place the sounds, the hiss in them distorting it. So instead, he listened to the footsteps as they shuffled. They shouted about something, a quick bark of a word before there was silence. A second passed before Celestino came in again, closing the door behind him. Yuri asked, what was it? As the cool air of the room hit him, he snuggled back into the bed. He was growing tired again. In the back of his mind, he wondered if there was something wrong. It was only evening. He shouldn't be feeling sleepy again, and if he went to sleep now, he would be awake in the middle of the night. He really should stay up. But it was getting harder the more he resisted. Nothing you need to worry over, Celestino assured him. If you're feeling tired, Yuri, you need to sleep. It's too early to sleep. His words came out muffled. His eyelids were slipping. Your body needs it. You haven't been getting a lot of rest recently. After the stress, it's finally crashing. Just sleep. You'll feel better about it tomorrow. I'll order food, so if you wake later, it'll be there for you. Yuri was about to argue, but before he could form the sentence in his mind, he was gone the world around him fading to black again. The nerves were getting to him. He felt it jittering, soaring through his bloodstream. He shook his leg as he sat beside the rink and held the chair underneath him in a vice-like grip. Celestino was sat next to him, a constant and familiar presence, not saying anything, but never needing to. He rubbed his shoulder against Yuri's every so often smiled down at him. The stands were steadily filling. Hundreds and hundreds of people were lining the chairs, a sea of colors and swerving forms. Their voices were mixing into a cloud of noise until it was the only thing that could be heard. There were a few skaters warming up on the ice. The commentators were readying themselves in their seats. Staff were settling around the rink, carefully placed in their predetermined spots. It was big. 
It was bright. It was terrifying. Yuri hadn't competed in such a big-scale competition in a while. Four years, to be exact. He'd forgotten what it was like to be nearing the end of a season, where all of the expectations were finally coming to a head. Concluding. About to materialize into a medal if you were lucky. Everything was leading up to this. Yuri forgot the pressure. What had happened the day before didn't help matters. Already a large bruise was growing on his ribs. One of his knees and his stomach had finger marks, bruising in a cluster of dots on the surface. Nothing ached too much, but it was the mental aspect. The fear. The worry that there would be more. Security had been amped up just for him, and once he entered the building, there was always one guard following. He'd seen some of the other skaters, ones he hadn't spoken to much, look at him from the corner of their eyes. He'd overheard someone in the changing rooms say they wished people hadn't intervened and that his secret was finally revealed. They joked about finishing the job themselves. The journalists outside had tried to ask him about it as he arrived that morning. He felt sick. This day was meant to be about his skating. Solely skating. About his skill, his return, his drive to reach the podium. Not about the stupidity of one of the journalists. This wasn't about his choices. This was about his future. He tried to convince himself of that fact. Again and again he reminded himself of it. But it was hard to remember when he saw the news online. The questions pushed at him, and that no one was giving him space. Sometimes, he thought everything would be so much better if he didn't feel things so much. His emotions were strong. He never had a mild reaction to anything. Sometimes, he wondered why he had to feel anything at all. Before his mind could follow down those paths, he was interrupted. Chris was suddenly sitting beside him, on the other side of Celestino. He didn't have the flirty smirk that Yuri had become accustomed to. Instead, he took both of Yuri's hands into his, stared into his eyes, and asked, Is there anything you would like me to do? Taken aback by how strange the question was, Yuri opened his mouth and gaped, unable to form any words. Do you have any bruises? I have a cream that helps with that. Any sore muscles? Aches and pains? If you're feeling anxious, I have a relaxation technique that can help. I know many rooms around here that you could take to have a moment to yourself. Do you want to talk about anything? Need me to hurt anyone for you? No. No, no, no. It's okay, Yuri rushed to say. I'm all right. I have some bruises, that's all. Nothing that will hinder me. Once he was sure that Yuri was all right, Chris leaned back and rubbed a hand over his face. The audacity of that man to attack someone outside their very room, in a busy hotel, in the middle of a city, in daylight, and before a major competition. Yuri wasn't sure Chris was looking for a reply, so he didn't give one. Instead, he watched the man's face, seeing the flicker of something darker underneath the concerned surface. Yuri was thankful for the man's comfort and wanted to voice that. But when he wanted to express it, Chris turned his gentle gaze onto Yuri. Are you going to be all right to skate? Yuri nodded. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Chris gave a smirk, one smaller than his normal, a little softer, but his words held the tease he usually loved to exude. Good. Because you need to make good on that promise that you gave me and Victor. As if beckoned by the call of his name, the Russian man stepped out from the walkway between the changing rooms and the rink. He cast a glance over the training figures, his face impassive. But once his eyes fell on Yuri and Chris, his expression burst to life, his eyes widening and his eyebrows knitting together in worry. Yuri took his hands from Chris, gripped them tightly in his lap, and looked down at his entwined fingers. He found it nearly impossible to look at the two skaters when they looked at him. They never had to deal with media physically attacking them. They held the journalists in their hands, tied tightly around their little fingers, with little actions. A wink here, a smile there, 
They controlled them. Yuri made a note of watching them the next time they were being interviewed, and wondered if he could incorporate that into Ren. Victor's legs stepped into his frame. With a deep breath, Yuri reminded himself that Ren wasn't scared. He didn't find it hard to look the other skaters in the eye. With that in mind, Yuri slowly trailed his gaze up Victor, taking in his costume as he went. He knew he used the word too much. But Victor was beautiful again. His costume sparkled and dazzled, drawing everyone's eye. With well-placed gems, bright but limited colors, and the way it hugged his form, it was gorgeous. And yet the costume didn't outshine the man himself. The flecks of blue in the costume brought out his eyes. The green complemented his hair. And the way that the black trousers hugged his legs accentuated just how long they were. The gloves on his hands, accessorized with tiny gems, drew attention to the fluidity he moved his arms with. The popped white collar showed off his long neck and gave a teasing view of his collarbones. The costume was stunning, but he made it beautiful. Yuri thought of his own costume. A pair of black trousers, made eye-catching with the sparkling material, and a blouse that was sewn with blocks of dark blue and light blue. The black collar followed the line of his buttons until it disappeared, tucked into his trousers. Simple. Something he had thought was lovely until he stepped in front of other skaters and saw their outfits. He felt underdressed. Now, seeing how the costume complimented Victor, Yuri knew for sure his own paled in comparison. The thought was only in his mind for a second, barely there, before he saw the expression on the man's face. Victor's eyebrows were drawn even more tightly together, his bright blue eyes gazing over Yuri's face, his mouth open as if he didn't know what to say. When his eyes caught the slight bruise that was coloring just under Yuri's collar, Something darker than even Chris's gaze flashed. He was gone in a second, but Yuri saw the way it dulled his eyes, how it deepened the tension around them. Yuri felt himself reassure the man, knowing what was on his mind. I'm all right, really. His voice broke a little, and he cursed himself for it when he noticed Victor narrow his eyes. He rushed to say, Just some bruises. I can still do it. I can still beat you and Chris. Victor's eyes grew big from the comment, but it seemed to do its job, as he then gave a grin, though still a little hesitant, before he said, We'll see about that. And see they did. Before Yuri was ready, the competition began. A nameless skater Yuri recognized was first. But Yuri wasn't watching. His eyes kept glancing over at Chris and Victor as they laced up their skates. They didn't ask anything more about what had happened, probably knowing that it would bring needless nerves to Yuri just before the competition. Instead, they became more clingy, pulling him close when he was near them, talking to him even when the topics were useless, and stood between him and the media photographers that stood just a few hundred yards to their right. It was programmed so that Yuri was last. He would get to see all the other skaters before he had to go and show the world he was fine, that he was ready to return. Yuri Kotsky was worried about that. How could he try his best after seeing the greats perform their amazing routines? How could he compete with that? But Ren Himura was rising up behind the mask. He reveled in the challenge and wanted to see them skate with confidence only to be crushed once he stepped out. After all, the higher they were, the greater the fall. So when Chris was on, Yuri watched with rapt attention. Chris stood in his starting pose, and the world around them grew low. The music summoned through the air, quiet, melodic, different from how Chris had been doing his programs for some years now. He drew all eyes to him, as he skated sensually and slow, unable to keep his hands off of himself. And yet it was his expression that kept the most attention. It was as if Chris was lost in his own world, never looking at the audience, but looking through them, at the ice, 
down at himself. It was as if he was skating for only him. Barely a minute into the short program, and Yuri knew the competition this year was going to be fierce. The nerves inside of him were quickly transforming into excitement as Ren rose to the surface. With each flawless jump, spin, and step sequence from Chris, Ren Himura was contemplating how to ramp up his own program. He couldn't rely on his facial expression, so he would need to show his love through his body. What if he placed his hand on his shoulder for the first sequence, he thought? What if he rose his head in the first spin? What if he reached the crowd after his first quad? All the ideas were running through his head so quickly, and he could already feel the music sing through him. He was excited. He was so motivated. Yuri didn't really know what motivation was, but Ren was made of it. When Chris finished, his scores were high, nearly breaking his own record. Then it was Victor's turn. That was when Yuri heard true silence. He'd seen the man skate numerous times, but on the television and through training, never in competition. The spotlights fell on him. The crowd was quiet, almost as if they weren't there at all. The seconds before the music strummed, it was as if time itself meant nothing. Silent. Still. And Yuri's heart stopped with it. When the music started, Victor slowly skated out of his starting position. It wasn't sensual like Chris's. But something more. Yuri couldn't place it. There was a tinge of sadness. But underneath that, there was something freeing. And then the music sped up. Victor took his sadness and turned it into something harder. Not anger. But there was something seething in the way his fluid movements were sharp. And the way he snapped his head to the side as if he was arguing with someone that they couldn't see. It was mesmerizing. Victor's expression was perfect. Yuri watched as if there was nothing else he could do. He watched the flick of his wrist, the words that the man was displaying with his movements, the story rising as if it was being read to them all. He watched it and took notes of everything. He needed all of this to go into his persona if he was going to beat them. When Victor stopped, his ending pose curled in on himself, almost shielding his head with his circled arms. The crowd erupted into deafening applause. Yuri was one of those, clapping his hands together until they hurt. How was he to compete with that? The question didn't bring the nerves as he expected. Instead, they brought inspiration. How could he make his own program better? To be like that? What could he do better? The thought shocked him. He never underestimated the power the mask gave him. It gave him a persona to hide behind when he wasn't confident. Because Yuri worried too much. Ren was the person Yuri wanted to be when he was out on the ice. Someone he could be without changing himself completely. He could still be Yuri, but he could be someone else when he wanted to be as well. Just a suggestion made years ago, and yet here he was near the top, still with some way to go. But that's what amazed him as he stood there, watching Victor wave at the crowd and accept the flowers being thrown at him. Yuri realized just how far he had come. Yuri Kotsky never would have made it here. But with one suggestion, here he was. And he wasn't scared. He actually couldn't wait to be out on the ice, in front of all the attention. It was something he never expected to feel. His persona's name was called out, and he passed Victor as he stepped onto the ice. Running on his high, Yuri tilted his head to look at the older man and said, That was beautiful. You're beautiful. The honesty surprised even him, and he saw the way it surprised Victor, too, his eyes wide and blinking away the shock. Before he could say anything, Yuri stepped onto the ice and glided to the middle of the rink. He could feel all of their eyes on him. 
even as Victor's scores were called out, brilliantly high and already placing him first on the leaderboard. Yuri drowned in his persona. The spotlights fell onto him. He immersed himself in their attention. Then it was his turn. The rink calmed again. There was silence once more. Yuri didn't see it as overbearing, but as a promise. He was going to break that silence. He was going to make the crowd cheer like no one had ever cheered before. He lost himself when the music started. The world fell away, and he pulled every emotion he had ever felt before from his being. His program was with the theme of return. In his short program, he wanted everyone to see the story of when he fell, what he felt when he had to take a step back from his love, to take care of someone close to him, and to heal. He pulled the desperation from himself. He showed the crowd the helplessness that devoured him, watching his tutor lying before him. Yuri hadn't known death before that, not of a pet or a relative. Death was a foreign concept, reserved for classmates that liked to compete on who lost the closest family member. He remembered a few having to take days off of school to heal, some more so. He remembered some losing pets. He remembered their tears. He used to wonder what it would feel like to lose someone, but it never clicked. He could never understand the hole it left. How crushing the feeling was. Now he knew. He knew what it was like to fear for someone else. He never knew before that it was possible to cry until you ran out of tears. He thought it was an exaggeration that the heart hurt. There was a hole that was never replaced or fixed. But he now learned that you could heal. Like a scar, it would always be there. But it closed up. It didn't get easier. And it never left completely. But you learned to adapt. You came out greater. Yuri pushed all of those memories and thoughts into his program. He spun and glided, making sure his movements were as fluid as water, opening his body out to express everything he had ever felt. He touched his hands over his body, showing the invisible scars his body had endured. He drew attention to his mask with his fingertips trailing over the plastic, showing them all the face that they could not see. He showed how he cried, slumped as he glided. He showed them how he took his years to heal, opening up into a spin. But most of all, he showed them that he was returning better than ever, and he showed them with a quad saucal. Flawless. Not even a foot out of place. No shaky knees. Just effortless. And Yuri couldn't help but grin at the achievement. He'd finally made it graceful. He'd finally made himself feel like he belonged here. As the routine drew to a close, the music dying down into an orchestral drum, Yuri slowed down his pace. He hummed quietly to himself along with the music. He came to himself again, and was aware of where he was. He pulled his arms into himself and spun in the middle of the rink, in the middle of their attention and in the last few seconds, opened them up to raise to the sky. It made him flinch when the crowd and the commentators cheered. It was louder here, in front of them all, once the music died down. He remembered a little of what it was like in the Junior Grand Prix, but this was different. This held more expectation, and he had delivered, even destroyed their ideas. It was the first time he had flowers thrown to him. Many were blue, matching his costume, and he bent and picked some up as he breathed heavily. His grin was impossible to hold back, and a few tears leaked from his eyes under the pressure. Celestino gave a bone-crushing hug once he stepped off the ice. He hoped everyone he knew watched it. If there were doubts, he hoped he proved to them that he was more than fine. Above all, he hoped he made them all proud. He and his coach sat on the kiss and cry, waiting for the results. It was then that the nerves were returning. What if what he felt during the performance wasn't what the crowd felt? What if he'd done something wrong when he lost himself? 
What if the combination jump didn't actually look as effortless as he felt it had? But he didn't need to worry for long. He'd beaten his own personal best and appeared second on the scoreboard, only five points under Victor himself. Yuri's heart stopped for what seemed like the hundredth time that day. He choked on his sobbing as he cried. He shook his hands, unsure on how to hold them, as he stared at the screen. He felt like asking the judges if they had made some sort of mistake. He couldn't have done that well. He was only 19. It was his first time here. He must have read them wrong. He didn't have his glasses. But Celestino was hugging him again, tighter than most. And Yuri knew that what he was seeing wasn't an illusion. He knew it wasn't the final scores. He still had the free skate tomorrow. But if he did this well once, then he could do it again. He caught Chris and Victor standing not far off on the side of the rink, their expressions comedic. Their mouths were gaping open, their eyes unable to leave Yuri. Yuri couldn't stop the chuckle that bubbled through his throat. He proved it to them all. He was here, with the best, and he proved to them all that he deserved it. He made it. If he did it again, he might make it to the podium and be able to stand there with Chris and Victor. It was all he ever wanted. He made a note to thank Yuko endlessly once he returned to the hotel. Yuri wasn't expecting how busy it got after the competition. He wanted to talk to other skaters, congratulate them on their achievements, but the media were standing between them all like walls. They refused to let them leave. Not until at least ten questions were answered. Celestino stood behind him, guarding from anyone that might try something like the night before. Yuri flinched whenever the lights blinked in front of him, or when a microphone was shoved into his face. All voices dissolved into one, and he found himself asking them to repeat multiple questions. How does it feel? was a common question. Yuri answered honestly, telling them that it was a euphoric feeling, as if he was flying. It still hadn't clicked, though. He doubted it ever would. They asked if he would be able to deliver another emotive performance tomorrow, and he told them all he hoped he could and that he planned to. A few asked on his theme, about return, and how much it meant to him. None asked about the attack. Yuri was surprised. He suspected someone, or more than one person, had spoken to them, and he couldn't help his chest bursting in gratitude. When they finally released him, he and his coach left to return to the hotel. Almost as soon as he entered his room, he was bombarded with calls and texts from family and friends. He took a moment to appreciate them, to feel joy in how he had made them all proud. He dreamed of this day, long before even the class that had changed his life. As he fell time and time again in front of his classmates, he dreamed of showing them all he could do it, despite their negativity. Of course, they wouldn't know it was him under the mask but perhaps one day they would. He called his parents first, and soon found himself on speakerphone with his parents, his sister, Minigo, Yuko, and her boyfriend. They were all shouting and screaming their praises, and Yuri sat back with a grin as he listened. He hoped he could feel like this forever. Despite the exhaustion of speaking to loved ones, including Peachit, who had made him stay up for hours on the phone talking about the achievement. Yuri could not sleep. The energy was still coursing through him. Every time he closed his eyes, he remembered the way he had soared as he skated, the way the audience blurred together. He decided he was going to take a walk again. He pulled his hoodie over his head, covering the first part of the mask, and hugged it close. It looked cold outside, and he didn't want to catch something. When he was stood in front of the lobby door, he did hesitate. It was late, dark, and the streets were almost empty. If someone wanted to attack him again, he had little hope of being able to call for help. But it looked beautiful outside. The streetlights were dimmed, the moonlight providing more than enough in the dark. The streets looked almost haunting. The cold weather was rising like mist, sparkling every time it hit the lights. Yuri loved late-night walks too much to be afraid of what could happen.
so he strolled out with his head held high, reveling in the feeling of the biting cold hitting his warm frame. There was something about the night that always drew him in. Perhaps it was the quiet, the calmness of the world when everyone was asleep. Or perhaps it was the way that night seemed to be timeless, with no reason to watch the clock, no waiting, no working, no need to worry over it. Or maybe it was the way it hid things, something that Yuri could sympathize with. Whatever it was, Yuri knew he preferred it to the chaos of the day. The moon hung high above the sky, peeking from behind the tall buildings. The trees lining the streets swayed in the light breeze. There was soft music coming from somewhere. Classical. Just a low thrum through the air. When he was alone, standing above a bridge he had passed numerous times in his short visit, he allowed himself to think. He watched the water swirl down below, calming, its noise soothing to his noisy mind. He thought about what would happen in a few hours. Less than twelve hours from now, he would see if his effort was finally rewarded. To see if he would make it to the podium, standing proud with a medal hanging from his neck, just like he promised so many people. Or would he fail? Would something go wrong and he'd end up at the very bottom? He felt like it was a possibility. Whenever he was running on a high, something came along to knock him down. Life was all about balance, after all. The thought did strike something inside of him, but only for a second, because that thought paled in comparison to what he had done that day. He was second, just under Victor, in his very first Senior Grand Prix. He knew that wasn't something small. He'd beaten Chris in his short program, and if that didn't continue into the free skate, then that was all right. Because he'd done it once. He could do it again. He grinned under the mask, overwhelmed with happiness. He had forgotten what it felt like to be skating competitively, in the middle of the attention, with brilliant people. He'd forgotten what it felt like to see his name on the board, to see how his hours of training were rewarded. Above all, He'd forgotten how good it felt to be lost in what he was doing, and to show people that he loved everything he could do. He wanted people to see how good it felt. There were many things that Yuri loved in his life, and many things that he was happy about. But skating was something that brought pure joy to him, and he wanted everyone to see that. Seeing himself just under Victor today on the board... It sparked something in him. He wanted to be on that podium. He wanted to be with the greats, no matter where it was. He wanted to wave at the cameras, metal shining under the spotlights, the crowd cheering endlessly, and his family and friends watching. And for once, he thought he could actually do it. Not just a promise to himself, but it was a realistic goal. There was a vast difference in believing something could happen, and actually knowing it could. Nothing was going to drag him down. His heart was hammering against his chest, a mix of anticipation and excitement. He wasn't sure which one he felt the most. He sat beside Celestino, watching the first familiar skater taking to the ice. If someone asked how he had been that morning, preparing for the second half of the competition. He wouldn't be able to answer. The morning had sped by so quickly, in such a blur, that he didn't remember it. Not until he had the chance to sit down. By then, the competition was already starting. He'd been aware at some point that some journalists asked him questions. He didn't remember his answers, though. But if he had said anything stupid, his coach would have taken him away. After that, he was aware of changing into his costume this time a sparkling mix of red and black, and lacing up his skates. He remembered little bits of conversations with Celestino, encouragement and reminders of his routine. But other than that, there was nothing. The lights dimmed. The nameless skater took position. Yuri watched carefully. This time, Yuri was second in the running, with only the first person for him to compare to.
he reminded himself that he needed to be extra careful this time. He needed to make this one better than yesterday. To lose himself more. Push himself. Perfect everything. And then, once he was done, he'd need to wait and watch the other four. All too soon, the first skater was done. Yuri hadn't been paying attention, and he cursed himself for it. He needed to be better. Lose yourself, he thought. Just pretend this is training. Training was when he performed his best. He glided out to the middle of the ice and took a moment to glance around before his program began. The judges were waiting eagerly, pencils in hand, and the commentators were already making notes. The cameramen and women were readying their equipment, training it right on him. The lights swerved to him. The faces of the audience blurred into one then. He looked down at the ice, took a deep breath, and readied his starting position. He placed his right leg behind his left, curled his right arm to rest against his chest, while his other raised to cup one side of his face. With closed eyes, his face raised, he began. The music this time started quickly. This had been the program he most struggled with. It was quick-paced right off the bat, and needed a lot of stamina to maintain. Luckily, it was what Yuri was well known for. With a lot of complex step sequences and spins that distributed balance, it would gain a lot of presentation scores. And then there were the jumps. Many of his had been pushed to the second half to raise technical points. He'd tried it, time and time again, and knew his stamina could maintain just enough to achieve it. Not many tried it in their senior debut. Some of even the most practiced skaters, the most experienced, tried it. It was why Yuri was ready to jump at the opportunity. He lost himself as he skated, keeping his limbs going at a steady pace, feeling the sweat already pouring down his neck. His heart was hammering, faster and faster, threatening to break out. His ribs ached from their bruising, but he could barely feel it. All he felt right now was the exhilaration. His body moved as if it was someone else controlling it. He attempted his first jump, a quad, and landed it. Not effortless. Something about the way he landed made his legs shake a little. But the landing was still solid, and he doubted that it was enough for any of the judges to deduct points for. Only a slight misstep. An accident. But it would have completely derailed Yuri Kotsky. He'd have become a bundle of nerves and would overthink the rest, missing cues, stumbling, and missing jumps, under-rotating some. But Yuri wasn't here. It wasn't his name that was being chanted. Not his name that was written on posters. Not his name being said over the intercom. This was Ren Himura. And Ren took the stumble as a challenge. Ren wanted to make the next one even better. So when it came to the second quad... He went further than even he himself expected. What should have been a quad turned into a quad combination with a triple. Yuri skated out of it, surprised at himself, but realized that it had been effortless. Again. He'd done it. And from the shock of the commenter's tongue, he knew he surprised them all. He was keeping the audience on their toes. Wasn't that what Victor always wanted to do? To surprise the audience? He came back, season after season, with something completely different from the other. When the skating world expected something from the Russian, he did something different. Not opposite, because opposite was still predictable. Yuri liked to draw things from other skaters, or people he knew, and incorporate them into his persona. Ren, the person he wanted to be, was an embodiment of what aspects he wanted of those around him. Yuri liked to pick Ren apart and try to figure out where certain aspects of him had come from. He was steadily finding out that parts of Victor were in Ren. As the routine drew to a close, all of his jumps having gone almost perfectly with only little hiccups, his presentation just as good as he could get it, Yuri heard his music slowly drifting into a soft lull. What was a fast-paced song became something like a fairy tale as he flew on the ice. The tone changed. He slowed his pace and allowed himself to glide.
Before he had even reached his finishing position, the crowd was cheering. Some were on their feet. The commentators were praising him. He stopped, his arms raised wide, his legs behind one another. The music faded. He took a deep breath. And time passed in a blur again. He found himself sitting once again with Celestino, not knowing how he had moved from the ice to the kiss and cry. They waited with bated breaths on the results. He knew he shouldn't have been as excited as he was when his name shot to the first position. Four other skaters had yet to do their performances. But he was extremely happy with his score and could not stop himself from cheering as his coach gathered him in his arms and raised him high. The other four skaters had yet to compete, one being the world champion, another being a close second. And yet his score was, as the commentators announced, hard to beat. There was a real chance he could win. Another two nameless skaters rose and performed, their names falling behind Yuri's on the board. The commentators were saying something, but Yuri was too busy watching Chris take to the ice to listen. They were cheering about something. Yuri thinking they were cheering for Chris, until Celestino pointed it out. Ren, are you listening? he asked. Yuri tore himself from the image of Chris preparing his first position. He glanced up at his coach, a questioning tilt to his head. Listening? To the commenters, Celestino asked with a chuckle. Yuri shook his head. No. He tried to listen, but it seemed they had moved on to talking about Chris now. As the music strummed, Chris started, centrally gliding his hands over the outlines of his body. They were talking about you. Oh? Yuri was quickly losing interest. He just wanted to see the other skate. He was getting lost in the dreamlike feeling of being here. To see the skaters. To be one of them. Jis, about how you're guaranteed a spot on the podium and the medal. It took a few moments for Yuri to process the words. They played in his mind, not really meaning anything. But with each time he repeated them, it started to make sense. And once all the words clicked, he felt the energy buzz through his body. His head snapped towards Celestino, who was giving him a massive grin. What? he asked. Three skaters have been, and you're above them. Regardless of what happens now, you're guaranteed the medal. Yuri had to repeat them again. His eyes spun towards the leaderboard, his name still at the top. A medal. He was going to get a medal. Whatever color, he was going to have it hanging from his neck, resting against his chest. It was going to be there. Finally, after so many years since his leaving. Since the last time he had won one. He wasn't sure what he was feeling, honestly. The excitement and happiness were too much. So big that he didn't know how to describe it. It was more than happiness. There wasn't a word for it. But he was also upset. The person who had gotten him here wasn't here to see it. As Chris skated, Yuri watched. He was going to be on the podium with that man. And even as Yuri watched Chris's name overtake his when he was done, he didn't care. He'd been amazed he reached the podium at all. When Victor took to the ice, Yuri already knew which medal he was taking home. Bronze was acceptable respectable. And it was more than Yuri had ever expected. He would be more than happy to receive it. Victor's program was melodic, longing, reaching as if he wanted someone to dance with him. He kept reaching for someone invisible in the crowd, reaching for a different person every time. But he wasn't gazing towards them. Instead, he was keeping his gaze to himself. Every time he reached, his eyes would watch his own hand. Every time he spun, he closed them. Every time he jumped, he looked to the sky. It was beautiful. Of course it was. Yuri didn't expect anything less, nor did anyone else watching in the building. Yuri observed all of his mannerisms, wondered how Ren could adopt them. 
if he already had so much of Victor in his persona, what could a little more do? Victor's name shot to the top, and once the competition drew to a close, Yuri could see how close he had been to beating the best. He was only fifteen full points below Victor, two below Chris. A little more practice, and Yuri could do it. Perhaps even as soon as next year if he tried hard and practiced enough. The commentator said as much, earning a giggle from the crowd when they mentioned it would keep the greats on their toes. As Yuri stepped onto the lower level of the podium, he almost slipped. The amazement had gotten to his head. He couldn't stop grinning. The music started. Cameras were flashing and flashing before him. Voices were mixing. Yuri gasped as his medal was placed around his neck. The weight was euphoric. The bronze shone brightly. Overwhelmed with feelings, he watched as the medals were placed on Chris and Victor. Victor gave him a gorgeous smile from where he was standing above Yuri, said something that Yuri was sure was a congratulations, then lifted his medal and kissed the gold. The clicking of the cameras increased, and Yuri couldn't tear his eyes away from the scene, even if he had wanted to. Yuri didn't think he'd ever forget this moment. Not for as long as he breathed. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Chapter 8 of November's Secret. Written by Lana Berry. Narrated by Saird. Theme music, Spirited Away, by Gyom. I hope you've enjoyed. Tune in again next time for Chapter 9. Till then, happy listening. In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 Weight Loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.